Welcome back, my boy. Back to another episode of the Bit by Bit podcast. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Excited to talk about this next movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so after watching it, uh, to the listeners, the, we're talking about Smart House. Uh, this is another one in the Stu Krieger universe. Um, I will admit that, yeah, you're right. This is definitely a feels like a horror film. It, it has had some scary themes to it. You want to start it off? Yeah. Um, I think it was just scary because it feels so current. Um, I think a lot of the technology that they used in the movie, we actually use now. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of predicted it pretty well. So I think that's why it still holds up a little bit better than uh some other disney films yeah i feel like um, oh go ahead oh no i'll keep going um i wrote down it's in my later notes but um i can say it right now that if this film was on like hbo or any other more uh, i'd say like adult uh thing like a hulu or showtime or whatever stars and it had like more even if it was like for more teens not like younger disney type teens but a little older and then you have like just more mature dialogue i could see this in a tad bit like irobot um war the worlds type like it, it but like make it modern dealing with like the tiktok age dealing with uh instagram twitter because i was like whoa yeah this, i this- i did I definitely thought this was a film that could be remade Mm -hmm. uh, now and they can expand on some stuff. Because it was interesting, like just um, just the beginning of it, like the fact that you had a single dad and then these two kids and then the son is taking care of both the dad and the sister and then he oh you need to here go to lunch i'm packing the lunches and i gotta make sure my homework good and i gotta make sure my sister do her homework on who is this kid like over overworked teen seems to be a consistent theme in student figures work yeah because i was like wait a minute wasn't this pete riley thing and uh phantom and megaplex where it's the single parent oh okay this is really a this is really saying something in this Stu Krieger universe yeah they they all got single parents one of the parents just not there anymore Mm. in this case in this case the mom died so it was a little bit sadder they don't even mention uh Pete uh Riley dad yeah it was it was crazy then um the the fact that Ben's like, oh, I hope I get the house. We, I hope we get the house. And the dad, oh, that sounds impossible. But they show him the paper, and all he see is the picture of Sarah. Okay, we can get the house on. There was that, nothing, no paper. That was crazy. <laughs> because one, the dad didn't care about the house. He saw the picture of Sarah and was like, immediately, yeah, yeah I need her. 
I'm like, like, there's no paperwork, nothing, like nothing stands out, but you just see this picture of this woman and you're like, oh, okay, that's enough. Like, you got kids, man. Like, <laughs> I was perusing letterbox reviews after I watched, just going mm. through to see what they were saying. And I saw one that was honestly right. It was like, man, the dad was just horny the whole movie. The dad's an interesting guy. Yeah. Because the whole movie, his whole arc is he just cares about Sarah and he's just yeah. like, and he's, he's like, oh, I, I need I need a girl basically. Yeah. Like oh, I'm getting older and I, I need to settle down and I want to be with Sarah. What's Sarah up to, Sarah? And it's like you don't care nothing about this house and you have or these kids or yeah or the kids. Like you have a teenager or a preteen or no, he's a teenager and you got this daughter, and you have no clue what these two are doing. But you have a house that is like. 20 years advanced like the technology is doing things that we are just now getting being able to do and you have no clue anything that is capable of and he's like oh we need to call sarah over to figure this out like you are doing too much yeah he he didn't care about none of that he was just trying to uh find him a little love connection yeah, I was like, what is with this movie on Disney? Um, this is for kids? It it has some more adult themes in it. Um, I, I don't know. I think a lot of the Disney stuff back then kind of skewed to an older teen, mm. uh, middle-aged teen um, kind of viewer. I could see that because the fact of uh ben being bullied uh what was his name like ryan or something and his bully uh he was like doing his homework for him and i guess that was trying to be a thing like you know oh he has a bully just like in phantom and megaplex everybody has a bully but <laughs> the movies are very similar like they take place in the same <laughs> the same universe but yeah uh it was just kind of like oh you're being bullied and it i don't know i'm not saying bullying doesn't happen at a young age but they were just, really like focusing on it back then yeah the whole anti-bully campaign and mm-hmm. all that in the schools yeah it's like anti-bullying plus it's geared towards like a preteen but really like a teenage audience the way they're dressed in this movie um let's jump to the house party scene because i know i'm jumping ahead or do you want to go back a little bit Oh, no, I was going to ask, are we starting at when his boys come over? Let's go to that part. Let's go to that part. All right. Um, so they're like, what is it? They're checking out the house because they're like, oh, wait, there's a party going on. And next thing you know, they're like, oh, oh we're missing in this house. It's girls. No, wait, what? <laughs> what is going on in this movie? Like, who all says this in sync? Uh, but I will admit, as a kid and now, I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't there a song that come on? I used to like that song, that jump, jump, the house is jumping. <laughs> I was like, hey, that song is kind of decent. <laughs> it's so catchy. <laughs> I, I think this is probably one another one of Stu, Stu Krieger's things, but in most of the movies, they have some type of like pop group or something mm-hmm. that are big and they play the songs and it's pretty catchy. Yeah, because I like that song. And then the one when the sister um, is in her room and it's like the, I don't know if they were like a British pop group and they're like in the field. And mm-hmm. 
Well, also just that the fact that the walls are all projectors, they don't even got TVs in the house. I was like, this is pretty cool. Like as a kid, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. I was like, dang, that was pretty sweet. But yeah, they had this party and all the kids from the school come by, no supervision except for the electronic house. <laughs> this is before Siri for the listeners. And then Ben's crush comes and he's like, oh, hey, ladies. And they're like, oh, he, oh, hey, Pat, whip up a couple pizzas for the ladies. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we can really go for dessert. Oh, y'all want something sweet like me? I said, what is yeah. this move? <laughs> or he said like sweeter than, what's sweeter than me or something. It, it was uh, like an offhanded comment comment that was a little too it was a a lot for a disney it was a little racy yeah yeah i said for a disney film like this is for children but i'm like i see where they get it from because his daddy uh wilding too (laughs) yeah that's true oh man i don't know and then the fact that um the scene where Pat invites Ryan, the school bully, and, you know, Ben was late on that homework anyways, uh, doing Ryan's homework. And then she was, you're not going to uh, tease Ben anymore. And she basically spanked Ryan in front of the whole school at the party. But I don't know. It's like, what is it? What is the theme here for this movie? Like, what is this movie really about? Because, oh, go ahead. For me, I think it's humans kind of, um, people kind of letting the convenience of technology kind of take over their lives. Mm -hmm. And then when they feed it too much or um, do too much with it, then it kind of goes down a destructive path. Mm, Okay. That makes sense. Um. Because, yeah, they got extremely used to Pat and ended up becoming to this point where they couldn't do anything on their own until, like, the end Mm -hmm. of the movie. Like, at the part where whenever their dad wanted to do something with Sarah and have, like, human connections, Ben was like, no, uh, you want to replace her with mom, and Pat can do that. And it's like, this is a computer I think one of the biggest things with Ben that I didn't like, I don't know if it was Ryan Merriman's acting or I I can't quite tell what it was, but he was kind of awful in every one of those scenes where he had to play the son that's like, no, you can't replace mom. Mm -hmm. No, why do you got to do that? He was like the biggest hater ever. (laughs) But it... the the, Some about the acting was just too over the top for me. He, see, yeah, I I guess I could agree with that because it was, it it reminded me of like those old, granted, the the movie came out in like 2000, 2001 or something like that. So it reminded me of them old 1990s, early 2000 uh, TV movies, 90s commercials, this Disney, you know, because when they do that, it hit a commercial, it hit a commercial break, Um, like, you're not mom. Then the door closed and then they go to, yeah. hey kids, you want Gogurt? Like, you know, it's supposed to be a commercial break, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, his acting is really, like, made for TV type of things like that. Because when they had the, I wrote it down, the Nick and um, Nick and Ben argument over Sarah, and he got, he went in on Sarah about making Peach Cobbler, because that was his mom's, like, 
I guess go to thing when she was alive. He was your peach cobbler gonna stink anyways because it's not mom's peach cobbler. He'll never be mom. He he was the biggest hater ever. He was hating for no reason. It was like you breathing and you was breathing just like my mom, and I don't like it. And I'm like, you just hating for no reason. Like I don't know, man. Sarah was just she was just a computer nerd, and this guy started liking her, and I don't know. She was cool. I don't understand why he was hating on her. Sarah had like three character traits. It was like she was smart. Um, she was interesting to the dad. And then she was like lonely or had bad luck with men. Yeah, because there are the like, she... oh, like three different scenes where she mentions the guys that she date are awful. Mm hmm. And they were like, terrorists. I said, geez, what type of guys were you with before? <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? It's Malik here. You're listening to the Bit by Big podcast. Thank you. The fact that that scene where uh, Ben goes and he hacks into Pat and he's like, oh, Pat has to be more motherly. He's going to be just like a mom. And Pat starts doing things. He's like, look at this, Dad. Pat's acting just like a mom. She's packing us lunches. We're eating more healthy. She cares about our health and she cares about you. She's loving. And he's like, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm going out on dates with Sarah. But then when she told him, you need to pull your pants up, you can't wear your shorts like that or something when you leave the house, Ben. And he's, well, this is how all the kids wear our pants. Like, yeah, there's no sagging outside of this house. I think that was one of the most interesting things to me is that Ben kind of fettered these videos from the 50s mm-hmm. and like influenced their algorithm. And I think to like TikTok, because the algorithm is like the more the stuff that you like and look at, they're going to feed you more of that. Mm-hmm. So, so when people are like, oh, my TikTok is so awful, it's like, that's because you're watching all that type of content and mm-hmm. it's the stuff that you pay attention to. So when he feeds her this algorithm of like 50s TV shows, I think she becomes like super motherly and like, um, and then when the dad tells her she needs to like uh, tighten up, she becomes this super strict obsessive mother and it's like what did they say about the tv shows in the 50s yeah which is interesting is is this the type of mother that was portrayed on tv back then because i I don't know i don't i haven't watched 50s 60s television so i wouldn't know but it seems like that's what they were trying to say about those type of shows this man was talking about algorithms in 2000 and then we're talking about it you know years later and that's what people complain about right now. Like, uh, this is all I'm seeing down my timeline is the same thing. Is the phone listening to me? And it's like, not really. You just searched up one video and now you're seeing the same thing. So Stu Krieger, yeah. he was really ahead of the curve. Or like the IG Explore page. <laughs> yeah. You really look up baseball, and before you know it, it's MLB Hall of Fame videos all down your timeline. <laughs> like you get every you get every highlight from every game. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's it's an interesting, very interesting thing. I um what was I gonna say? I had oh, the pet virtually designing a version of herself and like where she built her own human self. 
thought yeah. that was interesting. Like how she made a human version of herself. That was pretty yeah. creepy. That was what creeped me out as a kid. Yeah, I think it was the actress uh, was really good mm-hmm. too when she came out of that like human form. Um, I, and I think that's where most of the horror is because uh, once you kind of like come out the computer and you're a human now, like what else can you do? You about to kill us at this <laughs> point. Um, Katie Seagal. I had to look her up. Katie Seagal. Uh, that's who it was. It's her eyes. It's something about her eyes. They're like so piercing mm-hmm. in that role. And it's like, oh, LeVar Burton directed the directed movie? Directed it, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I never knew that. Are you serious? I didn't know that was LeVar Burton that directed this movie. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if he directed a few more, of, a few others, but I know he directed this. Dang, I had no clue. Jeez, I had no clue. To... Dang, and he got a 6.1. Wow. One thing I will say is that this needs a remaster very badly. Yes. <laughs> the quality was, was pretty weak. I don't think I've ever seen a Disney Channel show that was like that bad in like the technical aspects now because there was parts of the sound design that's off the picture quality wasn't good and i i think a lot of the other ones have been remastered or at Mm -hmm. least they look better on disney plus than that does a lot of them have the i know like the hdr thing like where it fits with your tv and like you said they've been remastered and you know, due to the time, it felt like, oh man, this is like HD quality. Um, but now looking at on, oh, dang, did y'all shoot this on a sound stage? It like it was a play. Um, what is yeah. this movie? Like it, it really looked like it was a live taping of a movie. Yeah. And the CGI was was rough. We didn't came a long way. Definitely. Like the ideas were there, but in terms of like the quality of like CGI and effects, it just wasn't there at that time, and it doesn't hold up now. This came out in nineteen ninety nine. Oh wow, I didn't know that. In the in the midst of the, we're gonna be doomed going into the new century. The two thousands is gonna kill us all with technology. They had to drop this one. <laughs> on Disney and was like, ha ha ha, <laughs> guess what? Yeah. Uh, I think Stu Krieg, I went to his Instagram, he dropped some like facts about, uh, I guess with the CIA or something, uh, told him before he made the movie. Yeah, uh, the caption of the post is, what secrets did NASA spill to help Stu write Smart House? So, um, I guess you got a couple tips from them to kind of see where we're going in the current time. That's crazy. Like back then, back in 1990. Yeah. Dang, Stu Krieger really was tapped in. He he was doing his research for real. These these Disney Channel movies was a <laughs> was a real job. 
like but I, I really want to know like what is the conversation though I, I guess this really got to be I got to get serious about reaching out to him and being like what is the conversation of reaching out to the government and saying hey what's coming <laughs> we making a movie about it and they're gonna think it's a family film but they don't even know <laughs> I think Disney had that pull. I mean, they obviously have it now. It's where it's like, hey, we're making this movie. We need some inside secrets. You know, we're trying to influence the kids. Tell us what you got. <laughs> no, because the movie came out. That's been like, what, 23 years. And that movie basically has predicted the stuff that came out. Like what we're talking about now like social media things like a smart house like you can basically buy a smart house that is crazy that's really crazy the the only thing that was in the movie that you can't really do now is have food just appear out of a cabinet um your carpets can't soak up garbage and you don't have that um that arm that comes out of the house to like pick uh, up the mail, the but, octopus type thing. Yeah, but I mean, you honestly can build that type of thing, so it's I'm not pretty, that far off. I'm pretty sure there's a DIY hack somewhere. Um, what's those videos? The the people are talking and the they don't know that I went to. <laughs> you ever see those? The they don't know I went to this person. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. And the dad, I didn't realize the dad was working from home in the movie. Yeah. Oh, that and you a had a thing. remote job. I said, this is crazy. This is ahead of his time. Yeah, that was a big thing. I noticed I'm like, oh, since he's got the house, he can work from home. He has everything pulled up. He even FaceTime Sarah. Yeah, that was another thing. I'm how's he FaceTiming? I said, This is crazy. Like, how? How do you FaceTime? Like, how was he FaceTiming in 1999 yeah. with no webcam? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he was really just looking at the wall. <laughs> and they really, it must have been cameras in the wall or some. That's one thing I think if it is remade or if it had been made for a um, slightly older audience, I think they would have talk more about surveillance mm-hmm. uh, just how much um, Pat would be listening to because I think they touched on it at one point Ben asks he's like oh is she in the shower yeah is, is she in the bathroom is she in the shower with me and uh, they say no no I definitely think if that was made for an older audience that would be something that Pat is like looking in on She's like really watching everything that's going on. Cause I mean, to the fact that she could take their temperatures, like one prick of the finger, she had every single part of their body uh mm-hmm. mapped out. And the dad even says, Wow, talk about Big Brother is watching to the extreme. Oh, this movie is intense. Um, I did not get this when I was six to seven years old. I just thought I was watching a family film. Yeah. They they definitely would have went way more into like the surveillance of everything going on in the house. Then you got the ending where 
you know, once Pat comes to life, one, she just comes out the gate dissing Sarah. Sarah can't do this for you. Sarah can't do that. I'm way better than Sarah. And then she holds him hostage. <laughs> but she doesn't do nothing when she holds him hostage. She's just like, y'all going to be here for however long I need y'all to be here. And I can duplicate myself. Sarah can't. I'm like, what is yeah. this movie? Yeah, the end. I don't know. I didn't really click with the whole program, develops feelings and all that. It's like how the whole movie goes up. It like goes up and then it kind of just drops down with that ending. Yeah, I I would have stuck with more of the um, she's just not allowing them to do stuff. Um, yeah, and then her turning it to the um, physical form. Like that was that was good. And I I like the acting, but I don't think it really served uh, much of a point in the movie. Yeah, it was it's a wild movie. I like the fact that all the way at the end, the full circle moment with Ben. Uh, once Pat starts like spazzing out and having a tornado, um, Ben has that like screaming match at her, and he tells her like, "Look." You'll never be Sarah because Sarah and my dad can protect us. You can't. And, you know, basically kind of like the robots can't robots and technology can't give love the way humans can give it. But Ben's the one that put them in that situation. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Ben's the one that's kind of taking them out of the situation. And then, you know, like a really interesting um, full circle moment. So I like that. I was like, okay. It can end on a somewhat high note. Then at the end, uh, Pat helping him cheat. Oh, if you turn your vertical this way and turn your left foot this way, I'm all right. Like he ain't joined the league. <laughs> yeah, it honestly, I think I like the ending because it's honest and it's true. Um, the fact that we're not gonna give up technology. We're yeah. going to keep using it, even the dangers of it. We know it, but we're not going to stop 